You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that speaks to the people behind the movements, organisations and ideas that are shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Yeah, so I guess what you're about to hear is um, really, I think it's, you know, it's to me what... I hope this will be is that it's it's a series of conversations with really really interesting people, um, hosted by two people who I think have become quite interested in one another. You know, in terms of that, you know, Pat. Um, I haven't known Pat forever, but certainly Pat feels. Um, you know, I feel incredibly close to Pat, and we've been able to actually develop. I think a you know a way of kind of. Um, looking at the world that you know is part bemusing to both of us at times um but i think what to me kind of really um strikes me is we're kind of both up for for kind of chatting to people um and actually just just hearing their story you know i think both um you know what patrick and i often kind of end up doing is is talking with one another for long periods of time but it's kind of that you know, I think it's uh, we both kind of feel heard, and that's what I hope kind of people actually take out of this series of things is that there's lots of different ideas, but often we're not given space to actually explore them. And you know, I think you know we're both kind of at a at a point in our own lives where we're a bit sick of kind of you know podcasts that are based around kind of hosts who just keep asking questions and kind of keep pushing an agenda. I think what we're both really into is just letting people tell their story and actually trying to really learn lessons from people who are actually doing it, you know, and trying to create community in a, in a different way. And I think that's, um, that to me is what this is all about. For sure. And you're about to dive back into a conversation Joe and I had where I suppose our relationship blossomed. It, it moved from the cafe where we met, um, in, into an establishment down the road, uh, and I think you hear the innocence of us both trying to um, come to terms with what we're trying to do, and and just our direction, intention moving forward into into this. And it's and it's grown, and we've managed to chat to lots of different people. Um, and excited to hear some ears around it and get some feedback. We were already starting to get feedback when we were um, birthing the idea to our direct environment, but uh, we'll we'll see see how you take it. But we hope you enjoy it. Um, Hope you like listening as much as we do. And uh, well, let's take you back to the uh, to heritage in uh, downtown Balnearing, Victoria. <laughs> so, what are we here to talk about, Patrick? <laughs> here to talk about um, this fine fine establishment that we find ourselves in. We have found ourselves in the last I don't know couple of Fridays. It's very true. It is very very lovely here in uh, downtown Balnearing <laughs> and the heritage. <laughs> We're testing it out. We had the idea of I think it was when did it come up? Like not long ago, we were going to do a podcast, and we were talking about BAU. We were, we were. So business as usual, unusual, unusual. Exactly. We'll uh, let that one go. We'll let that one go through the wicket keeper on this instance. But we certainly have to work on our intros. We do. We do. I guess the um, the idea I think is to really kind of start to explore. Narrative, and I think what people are really trying to achieve in the world, and looking at different people through different aspects of one their story, but I also think you know what they've actually set out to achieve, and really whether they're using business or whether they're using organizations as a as a way to actually enact change in the world. So it's kind of it's it's a loose idea, but it's certainly going to be one that we're going to try to explore. I reckon when we were sitting down last week and talking about it. Uh what really resonated was hitting that midpoint of 
of asking people where they're at now and then the whole business as usual and be you, the whole play on exactly. be yourself, who are you and how did you get here sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, we were actually having this conversation. I was having this conversation at uh, my day job today with, uh, with Viv, who's our head of strategy at work, and we were talking about how in American narrative, they often start, if you think about American television shows, they generally drop you right into the middle of something. So, whereas a lot of kind of, I guess, more um, English or kind of Commonwealth style um, conversations tend to take you to the back. But, you know, I guess the, the exploration is really, are you more emotionally invested once you actually understand where someone's coming from so you can understand where they've been and where they actually want to go? And what did you think? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I think that's maybe something we'll have to put out to the listeners over yeah. time is that, you know, is it a bag of shit to actually start in the middle of the story or does it actually work the way that you want it to, which is that you connect and you connect with the person and you actually want to understand where they've come from and what it is that they're actually going to go next. Because that's kind of what we've been talking about, isn't it? Is that starting with where the person is and do we kind of flip to going to the future you know, and actually where they think this is all heading, or do we actually go back in time and try to understand a little bit more about them? And then, yeah, catapult to the future. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, I guess have you had a bit of time to kind of reflect on the questions that you want to ask and the types of things that you're really interested in putting to someone? I mean, we don't have a guest yet, yeah, so well. but perhaps, you know, we might find one here at the Heritage, but... I reckon we could. If we stick around for long enough, we definitely might have a few people pop in. Perhaps uh, we should put up our free Coopers for interview yeah. side. <laughs> Work in progress, I reckon. Yes, note to Coopers, we are looking for a sponsor. <laughs> Um, I was, I was started reflecting on our conversation last Friday about what what worked and and what won't work and how it'll all happen and how we'll uh, move on and thinking about ten different guests, but then also talking to different people about the concept. So then after having a chat with Ethan, I was like, all right, it's time to start chatting. It's I get a bit funny about when to talk about a project and when not to. Like there's a point yeah, right. where. So you, what do you think that's about? It's superstition at its finest. Because I feel like if I talk too early, it won't happen. Um, But if you don't let it out, then it's like nothing will happen either. So there's a fine, fine line. That's very, very true. So I think you gotta you gotta have an intention, don't you? But you can't let the cat out of the bag with no ability to follow through. Yeah. Yeah. So that was big commitment, and then having our chat, and then realizing that I reckon this is going to happen. Yeah, I was like, all right, time to get some feedback, and then starting to almost spitball to people a a little blurb about what it was. Yeah, it was fun, and then to hear people's um, reflections on whether that was a nice idea. Like, yeah, right, that's nice. Yeah, that's good. I'll listen to that. So, what was like the worst feedback you got, and what was the best feedback? Or maybe Worst the most feedback was just yeah. like the classic ghost face. They were either too tired. Oh, really? Or... Was that at home? No, no, no. no. Yeah, just when you <laughs> She was about to go to sleep. Dad, yeah, your three-year-old is like, seriously, just read me a story, Dad. I mean, just like, <laughs> enough of your harebrained ideas. Don't worry. One more idea. One more idea. This one's going to be huge, kids. It's going to be huge. <laughs> Shut up, Dad, and make me my toes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was the worst feedback. And then the best was... It was just the enthusiasm that they would like to hear it and who's going to be chatting and who you're going to talk to and how's it going to evolve. And then where do we hear it from was sort of just that pure enthusiasm. There was also a lot of it centred around finishing work. 
So finishing yeah. up at the CAF, everyone's like, what are you going to be doing? Yeah, um, how can we stay in touch with you? How can we um, follow your progress? And I was like, well, starting this podcast, it's called Be Small A You. And the whole idea is um, you be yourself in business and we'll chat to different people um, who emulate that, but also at a place where they're trying to change because our politicians at the moment aren't really changing. We live in a capitalist world, so at the moment we've got a structure where businesses can affect change. Very true. Um, so why not have a chat to those people who are? That's sick. No, that's that's great. I mean, that's the that's the concept summed up in right there, isn't it? That's uh, yeah. We might have to incorporate that in the uh, in the playback. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I think for me, as I've kind of started to to build out build out on this idea, what's what I keep coming back to, and also in conversation with people, is that. There does seem to be, um, people are wanting a conversation that's actually positive. I think a lot of this world today is that, you know, we live in a world um, that is completely polarized. You know, it's, uh, we were sharing before we started recording about, you know, the whole thing going on with coronavirus and that, you know, you're either, you have it or you don't. You're either someone who's carrying it or you're someone who might be carrying it. There's, and it's, it's all fear and people react in a way that is, uh, you know, really not constructed to having a conversation about what's the best way for all of us to be able to deal with this. What's the positives that we can actually kind of take or at least, at least act on. So it does feel like people are looking for, a way to actually be uplifted in, in some way and understand that, you know, the world isn't completely going to shit. There are actually people who are genuinely out there actually trying to make a difference. I think the thing that we all stop looking at is um, people believe it has to be a big thing, whereas most of the change in the world is actually small, small incremental steps that build towards something, something bigger. And I'm really keen to kind of explore people who are doing that in a social paradigm as well so people who are taking a traditional not-for-profit and really looking at ways that they can actually make a bigger impact or in some ways they're actually looking at ways they can make a smaller more focused impact so certainly that you know I'd, I would argue that um, there's no doubt I agree that we live in a capitalist world and business is a tool and business for good is a really really great tool to do that but equally I think people are really changing the way that they can actually create social good as well Oh yeah how are you seeing that? Um, well, I, I think it's, uh, it's you know, government in, in some ways is, I would say, responsible for that. You know, really pushing, particularly like a lot of not-for-profits who were traditionally given money to help a certain group of people, whereas that's really starting to change now around actually that they need to understand and actually serve a specific group and be much clearer on why they're doing that and what it is that they actually think is going to come out of that not just um, helping a generic group of people but getting much more specific about the change that they will be able to deliver i don't know if this relates but you saying that just brought me back to a conversation i had with the producer at the 3cr breakfast and her name's gav and she's lovely lady been doing it for a long time and she talks about grassroots movements happening in waves Mm. um, and in waves in terms of new things will rise up as if it's growth grass or trees um, and it'll be like a big growth with lots of different plants trees imagine a forest if you will and then things will rise up to the top and as it goes say it's a 30 year cycle throughout that 30 years there may be I don't know let's let's say 50 trees start out and by the end there might be 15 if you're lucky that are hitting the top canopy others have died off are just quite small and are just sort of dwindling but that top 
15 are really thriving but they sort of become so big they don't know as you're talking who they service or what they're servicing they've sort of just come to service themselves yeah yeah and gab was talking about this this cycle that comes through and then about young people understanding that incremental change that has to happen to be able to affect change but also people in a position where they can put time energy into affecting change at that moment so yeah, people have that luxury when you're young or if you don't have certain commitments or you're just very committed to a certain cause um, and that resonated with me because I was trying to put together a newspaper at that time I was putting together a community newspaper and she was really trying to spur us on with that yeah. and I was yeah, amazed hearing that cyclic idea interacting with governing power about where money goes and then talking to people in not-for-profits in different areas about where they Pull, pull resources and how they pull resources and then starting to understand a whole ecosystem that's formed around that mm. and then hearing government now pulling a lot of resources away from but also directing it to certain yeah no that's that's a really I think it's a really nice metaphor for what often happens in whether it's society or whether it's actually um, business sectors etc is that you, you you know the metaphor of the forest is that you do get these kind of large growth trees that, that sit up but really what sprinkles around them in, in a business sense is often that they um, so for example if you look at the growth of Silicon Valley so if you step all, that all the way back what actually occurs for that was actually the government putting money into the US space program that happened to be based around um, universities and the funding that they actually got and the breakthroughs that drove that actually set up for example the silicon chip hence the name silicon valley so how do we actually put a processor into space how can we actually have a smaller computer and by solving that challenge it's it's not just that the people who did that got rich it's that it creates a whole little kind of ecosystem or little seeds of people who have these talent and this skill and then they look for different ways to, uh, to apply that and I think that's again one of the themes to explore through this um, through this podcast is that typically most people do have a story but if you pick it up in the middle and then kind of work back through you know understanding where they've got to today it's generally it's small little things that have actually pushed them towards that so I'm always very interested in, in business around not just where someone is but what were those little sparks and who helped them who actually helped them to get to where they are because I mean I, none of us are self-made none of us got to where we got to and by anything more than people giving us opportunities um, along the way and uh, I'm always interested about you know and that might be an ongoing question perhaps is that you know who gave you the opportunity or what was it that actually kind of um, sparked this for you like who actually helped you get here Thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.